With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Podcast time. It is late on Selection Sunday. We will get to all the bracket madness. Everything that happened this past week in Kansas City. The women cut down the nets. The men are playing pretty good ball heading into the NCAA tournament. We wouldn't be here on Sunday nights without our friends from Mechdyne and the Mechdyne Corporation. Been great supporters of everything we do at Cyclone Fanatic for years now. Swear to, swear to gosh, this is the reason the Sunday night podcast exists. We were screwing around during the pandemic. <laughs> and our friend Chris Clover said, hey, can we sponsor this and make it weekly? Here we are. But three years ago, three years, three years ago, three years ago. That's why we are still here. Hey, speaking of COVID-19, not to make light of it now, but you could have died. I had it bad. Yeah, you were. uh, Some people did. I'm not making light of it like many people did. And I bet you hopefully they had a will. Yeah. From our friend Hopewood. Is this not the most perfect what, read? What's I'm not trying to be offensive. No, I'm just saying just, like you don't stuff know, happens. You don't know what's I'm next. I'm going to be on a bunch of planes here over the next couple of weeks. I'm going to be in Vegas for a while. You, I'm going to be in, gonna be be in Greensboro, Greensboro, North Carolina. Goodness knows what happens in Greensboro at night. <sighs> so here we are. Um, you should go to HopeWoodJD.com and get your will in a day. HopeWoodJD. I actually had a person uh, text me over the weekend asking me for hope and then i texted hope i said hey i just sent someone your way and she goes oh i just got done doing a will for a cyclone fanatic outstanding we're all over the place championship sunday here on williams and bloom in the horns A little English on a Sunday, Selection Sunday. You still have your voice. That's good. Yeah. Fun no. few days in Kansas City. Great. Yeah, I have really toned it down. I mean, I'll, I'll stay out late, but I don't drink that much anymore when I'm there. Unlike you, no, I was. I had balls to the wall. I'm not. A, I'm not in the media anymore. Yeah, no, I. I really. So I, I enjoyed. I enjoyed the festivities after the Baylor game. 
I legit like I'm getting old and I just can't drink for six straight days and I just can't not do either. it. And I don't really want to do it either. You know what really gets you is when you play that eleven thirty game and you're at you know, yeah. you're you're in the power and light by nine thirty and the day can get away from you. Yeah, I actually this funny story, I was I was at a dive, not the green lady. The green lady we're, I'm going to start calling it the, the douche lady now because it's not fun anymore. There's too many people who know about it. Um, I went there. So on, you ruined it for yourself. Yeah, I went there on Tuesday, and it was just like, this place sucks now. Like, there's just too sorry. many people now. Sorry to hear that. Um, and they they charge a cover every night. Oh, even on a Tuesday? It's only $5. They're paying the band. Like, I get what they're yeah. doing. They get these jazz bands, you know. I wouldn't even I went to in, into but Howl I, at the Moon, and they didn't even have a cover. I appreciated the Green Lady when it was, hey, get a $2.50 beer. Right. And, you, and there's nobody else here. You don't have to deal with Kansas fans or something. So, it it's almost like hipster now there. Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm at a dive bar. And I I found a, a spot. I was with our uh, yep. a buddy of ours, yep. mutual friend, and um, we were talking. To, you know, and then a couple other people there, and we're talking to this guy who manages one of the bars at Power and Light. It was hilarious. He says to us, "He goes, yeah, I got to be in by like eight tomorrow because all the freaking crazy Iowa State fans." <laughs> I walked in. At he like, goes, on a normal day, I don't go until like 6 o'clock at night. All these morons, they'll be there wanting to drink at 8. And well, they were. Yeah. Only keeping your business open, pal. Yeah. yeah. You're you know? welcome. It was crazy, though. That I was surprised, even by Iowa State standards, Thursday morning, the amount of cyclones that were there at 9 in the morning. Like, I thought they might be like a show up at game time. No. The... The two bars, the McFadden's and the Johnny's, which are right across from T-Mobile. Yeah. It was wall-to-wall Iowa State fan at 9 <laughs> in the morning. It's like, what's going on? It's I, I, I felt late. Like, I got there at 9.15, and I was late. I couldn't get, a, couldn't get a drink. That's amazing. Well done. Fun times. Good weekend. Had a, um, had a really, really fun time at Municipal. Uh, well, I, I feel like we would be remiss to not lead. Absolutely. With the women winning the Big 12. So happy. You remember last week I, I made the comment. In fact, I was kind of giving Ashley Jones shit. Um, I told her when we did the Iowa Everywhere shoot, shoot and, you, and you know Ashley well enough, you could see how this plays out. We're kind of just talking. I go, you guys are going to win the Big 12. You know that, right? <laughs> and she's like, well, <laughs> got to worry about Kansas. And I'm like, no, you guys are winning the Big 12. I can just feel it. Um. And, and there is a little bit, like, to me, where this team just – they had a lot of really bad luck, and they stuck through it, and they're playing their best ball. And it just it, – it's the story kind of wrote itself today to have them win that it, title. It did, yeah. And I, it was cool. We got a text from our buddy Steve about this, too, like watching Suarez, like – be such a big part of that team on the bench, even though it, it just feels right. It felt right. I think that they've got a real shot to go to the Sweet 16. Um, I wouldn't want to – like – The seed thing bothers me, which we can get Yeah. That's, no, I don't think – they obviously didn't get a very good draw. Did not. But I also – like their resume 
and you have a lot of receipts for this, which is great. Like the stuff that people will point at to fault their resume, like nobody can deny they're one of the top 10 teams in the country right now. Nobody can deny that. It's frustrating. And this is honestly, it's a, it's good and bad that you play one of the last games of the year. I truly believe that the committee has done all of the legwork by Sunday afternoon. I'm guessing, unfortunately, for Iowa State, the result from the game Sunday did not impact the seating. I think it's already been determined. Mm-hmm. And I, I get it. It's a huge operation. Like, they can't wait forever. Yeah, because you move one team, and then it the throws everything else dominoes. Yeah. yeah, and so by playing at 1 o'clock, the game gets over at 3, 3.15. I don't know. I, I have a hard time thinking that Iowa State's not one of the top 16 teams in the country right now. And, I mean, you can even look at it, and I put it out on Twitter. And this is no fault to the other teams. But I'll just give you an example, and then we'll get into the, the good things of what happened this weekend, but but let me get on the soapbox here. Team A, after the games on Sunday, had a net ranking of 13, an RPI of 10, a strength of schedule of 3, went 22-9, and nine, was 13-7 and seven in, in their conference games, finished 3rd in the conference, won the conference tournament. Team B was 22nd in the net, 21st in the RPI, Strength of schedule nationally was 19th, 25-9, and 14-8 and eight in their conference, finished 5th in their conference, and lost in their conference tournament. Mm. Team A is Iowa State. Yeah, obviously. Team B is UCLA. Wow. UCLA gets a 4 seed. And honestly, and I, I don't want to be that guy, but it kind of relates to our podcast, but if you look at TV windows and being on the West Coast, oh yeah, I think UCLA got a big advantage, the fact that they're in the – the Pacific time zone and Iowa State's in the central time zone. That would zone. certainly make sense. And and their season ended a week ago. Iowa State's was today. And so you already slot them in. You're making plans. Right. Yeah. And that's so I guess on the good news about the Big Twelve moving the women's tournament that will compare with the rest of most of women's college basketball next year is you'll be aligned that way. And then all those conference tournaments will end which is not a great news for Iowa State fans who want to go watch and have a great week all at the same time. But So when, can anyway. you clarify to me when it starts the women's tournament next year? I think it starts Friday, the week before Friday. So like it'll go Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, I think. Yeah, this is going to be a disaster. It's, bef- it's before the men's tournament even starts. <sighs> did you see my old diatribe? I did, and I, I get it. Like, I... I we need to talk about this. I understand how, if you are, um, you're a, let's say, a school from Texas, and you don't travel anyway, so it doesn't impact you. And so, why do we have to play in municipal, and we're and all these other schools are playing in a in a NBA arena? I understand that. Like, I, I get that. I totally but understand it. If you're Iowa State, and this and Bill Fenley for years has been the only vote. Really, still was this year to, from what to I do understand. this. Uh, he sees the bigger picture in that. No, wait, actually having that crossover and having the ten thousand people that were, were there today and had that great atmosphere, great watchability. Then, yeah, I mean, so I I understand both arguments. Uh, I do think I wish there was a better way that you could still align it up and get everybody on the same page to at least play like the semis and the final at T-Mobile and have them around the same I don't understand why you can't do that. There's other conferences that do that. They figure it out. I've yeah. had multiple people since my little um, Twitter thread or whatever on it reach out to me and tell me 
that they first started paying attention to the Iowa State women because of that very scenario where they were in Kansas City. Oh, well, the women played tonight and the men, well, men are already done. How much more and, enjoyable that made this week. Yeah. Because how many stayed well, it, for Saturday and Sunday? I was talking to an, an executive in the Big 12, I'll put it this way, and I was trying to make my point from media standpoint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I too, by the way. I'm I'm as big of a women's basketball like fan supporter as you can find. I wouldn't have been there. And it's not by choice. Like it's of course I we be, can't afford yeah. to have all of us down there it for been nine days. We can't afford yeah. it. And we're a privately locally owned company. Do you think Gannett, which is owned by a hedge fund now? Yeah. No, it's it's a good point. It's good like I mean and we'll use them as an example. They had three reporters down there, just like we did, and they sent their columnists back. It was just Tommy down there covering. Wow! And it's not—I'm not blaming no. those guys, but I'm making the point. And that's even with the that's already with being it. there. Yeah. I'm telling you, you're going to get a fourth Zero. to maybe a third of the amount of media coverage with this thing. Yeah. And maybe they the, don't care. the the Texas papers are not sending people up next year. I don't think so. Maybe a couple will. Is is the Lubbock Avalanche going to be there? You know what I mean. Like it's going to be a bad move. Net eyes on the women's game, and that's the that's what they're not seeing. I think what they are seeing though is, oh wait, I can sell a recruit that when you play in the Big Twelve I tournament, get it. you're going to play at a twenty thousand seat. NBA and I get arena. it. I get it. And I've been to the ones in Oklahoma City and Dallas, and it's, they're incredible. It's, they're well, there, there's nobody. Yeah, there's nobody there. They're incredible arenas. arenas. Would you rather have a bad locker room and play in front of a crazy know. crowd, or would you rather play in an NBA arena? It'd be if you. It'd be honestly interesting if you would ask a not not us Can't thirty-eight ask year olds, yeah, from Iowa, but seventeen to twenty year olds that are playing at at Texas Tech. Well, you know, what's the better experience then? And I don't know what the answer is. So it's a tough it's a tough deal. But um, I heard I'm glad that, it, that Iowa State won. This final little hurrah where they're they're together on the same days. I heard that it was the Texas coach who spearheaded the whole thing to change, and I'm like, why does that guy even have a seat at the table? Why why well, this, why should the Big Twelve be listening to them at all? And he's he's in. This is why he didn't want this situation. Yeah, because they that was a road game. For Listen, them. all I'm I'll, I'll put a bow on it. That's not Iowa State fans' fault that they show Th- up. This is my thing, and when you just complain and want change and all the time sometimes your message can get lost sometimes it can you can have circumstances happen that you didn't intend on and i get it i understand it i let's find a way for them to be able to play in t-mobile center two at the same time i'm all for that but this whole well the women deserve their own Spotlight. The women deserve their own weekend. The women deserve. I get it, and I and I wish it was the same. But the fact of the matter is, it's not. Look at TV ratings. Look at revenue. Look at coaches' salaries. Look at NIL. It's not the same thing. So, me as a fan of the women's game, how do you get it to be? The I same? want to use the men's game to build up mine. And that's the argument. Is it? Is it the you can build off of to grow exposure or? Is it the chicken and the egg where if you highlight them in a big setting, you know, if you put them in, in T-Mobile Center on primetime TV, 
it'll automatically happen. And but I don't will, know. Will they be on primetime TV, though? I, and the I, reason I say that, it's because the men are still going to be playing. Right, during the regular season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, and then I, 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 I'm, I'm very passionate about that. And it's less about Iowa State and the crowd thing. Clearly, we all love that, and we're all biased about that. We have to be able to acknowledge it. I just think it's the wrong move for the women's game. Yeah. I, and, what and, do I know? Because, well, like, like, say, you, you put, let's say, the Kansas State TCU game. You put that crowd, like, in there, the atmosphere seemed fine. Sure. Put that crowd in T-Mobile. T-Mobile it just, it's yeah. a disaster. Yeah, there's and yeah, I I've, I've been to the tournament in Oklahoma City a couple of times in the Thunder Arena. In some of those games, it's like, phew. oh, it feels it feels like you're it's almost like awkward. a COVID game. It's almost awkward. It felt like a COVID game. But hey, back to back to them. How how cool of moment for Bill? Like above yeah. all, again, the players deserve it. I'm so happy for Ashley, but it makes you realize winning. Conference championships, whether regular season or the tournament, is really hard. And as good as Iowa State women's basketball has been, the fact that they hadn't won one in 22 years, and it's I'm more guessing, of an indictment on Baylor. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's exactly <laughs> no. That's because you're exactly right. But yeah. they have fought so hard, and they've gotten to the championship game I think six times before this, and didn't win one of them because again, you ran into Baylor a lot, or Oklahoma when they had the the Paris Paris twins. twins and they yeah, were impossible. But for Bill to get that, it's not the validation is the wrong word, but I'm sure there were times in the last 20 years during this stretch where he's like, "Are we ever going to get back there?" Yeah. Um, and there were so many expectations before this year. Iowa State was picked first to win the conference. Then the Suarez thing happens. Your whole thing gets thrown into haywire. You have a tough couple of weeks there, but then you figure it out and you reel off wins over Baylor, Oklahoma. And Texas, arguably the three best teams in the last, other than yourselves, in the Big 12. And to do it the way they did where all of those games, you know, Iowa State was the one that that had the hammer at the end. It was, and they didn't just beat Texas. It it was a 15-point fourth quarter game. They were, uh, the Oklahoma win was clearly convincing. And the Baylor game was one of the, like, most fun games I've watched. closed like crazy. It was Friday night, uh, you know, after the men's game. All these people people start funneling in. in. It was was really cool. I actually left the men's game early. (laughs) You weren't alone. Don't tell TJ. Um, No, I just – I wanted to get to Municipal once I I thought it was over. And and I really did going into this week. I mean, I picked the women to win. I thought that they would win this tournament. And – yeah. They, I, I've, I spent some time with some team members in the lobby of the Marriott and just was talking to them. And they're, they're so confident right now. Like they are, the thing is too, they haven't played poorly for a while. Even in some of those losses, they were, it was just other teams were hitting really good shots. shots. I'm really confident that they can get to the second weekend. It's going to be interesting. I mean, so the, Game with Toledo is the opener for them. Which is a them. tough game. It's tough. Toledo's won 18 games in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously, history of the Fennelies in Toledo. That's where yep. Bill coached. LaToya played there. LaToya played there. And yep. then Jody, she was, an assistant she was under with Bill. Yep. yep. At, so, I mean, obviously, long storylines with Toledo. The MAC is usually a really good conference in, in women's oh. basketball. That's that's not going to be a simple No, it's a terrifying and, opening and round. Toledo, again, Trisha, Trisha Colup is the coach there, and she's done a wonderful job. She did not replace Bill, but she was the, the one following. 
and uh, they've been they've been consistently really good. So that's not going to be easy. And then you'd potentially have to play Tennessee in Knoxville, and that'll be tough. And that's why that's why it means a lot, honestly, to be the four seed rather than the five. In the men's game, like the four or the five doesn't really matter because you're in that same game anyway. On the women's side, hosting is way different than not. And so you're going to play a road game in Knoxville. But I agree with you. I think this team probably takes it as, you know what? Ever since the Suarez injury, everybody's doubted us anyway. What's something else? Let's bring it on. I think there's an aspect of it, too. I wanted them to host, obviously, because it's great for fans. Yes. But I do think there's a realist. Like, you... When you do host those things, there's more pressure. Well, and you don't necessarily feel like you're in the tournament, Fair. like because you play there all the time, yep. right? Nope. Like, I have heard that before, not just from Iowa State people, but even some people of Iowa have told me that, like, because that's a weird dynamic of the women's game where this is a do or die thing, but where, but, but, oh, I slept oh, in nice. my own yeah, bed I'm, last night. Feel like just a normal day, right? So we'll see. Uh, what a cool place to be able to play, though. I mean, one of the meccas of women's college basketball. I mean, I would argue what started it all. Yeah, and they're they support it still. I mean, they haven't been as good Tennessee uh, since the glory days for them. But so their coach now was the coach at Missouri State. Oh, when, when yeah. Missouri State beat Iowa State during Carlton's senior oh, year, man, uh, we called that game Kelly, together. Kelly Harper's her name. So they're again, they've been good. I. I would argue Iowa State was maybe more deserving as a four than them, and Texas, and UCLA, and Villanova. But it is what it is, and now you just got to go play the games and prove them wrong. I do actually like C-Dub on, on the positive side. The fact that the one seed on Iowa State's region, if it were to get to the Sweet 16, is Virginia Tech. And I think there's a market drop-off from South Carolina, Stanford, down to Virginia Tech. And I know Iowa will yeah. argue that it should have been one seed. I'm not going to – maybe they should have. Yeah, really similar. But yeah. I think there's a drop-off from South Carolina to Iowa too. And that's that's the nice thing is you you just – if you match up with South Carolina, it was going to be a long day. So you avoid them at the very least, and that's who Texas will have to play in the Sweet 16. Iowa pig farmers are committed to teaching their children about doing the right things when it comes to pig care and the environment. As they get older, we do start to have those conversations. Well, hey, Dad, why do we do this? Learn more at iowapork.org. We care about Iowa, too. Cool story here before we get to our men's breakdown. So... Buddy of mine, uh, a good a good cyclone fanatic. He's come on our bus trips. He's um, been on the site, listened to every one of our podcasts. Uh, uh, really good dude. Paul passed away mm. over the weekend. Uh, one of one of my dad's best friends in the world. Literally met because of cyclone they, fanatic. They met yes. on the first bus trip to it's Memphis. Incredible. Sat next to each other yep. and became best friends. And he passed away. And um, our buddy Ray at Farm Story Meats also has a connection to Paul. And he, I put out a tweet about Paul and his family and about how great of people that they are. And, you know, Ray's a, Ray's a good guy. He goes, use my time that I paid for this week to pay tribute to, to Paul. Wow. And I, I'm still going to tell you to go to farmstorymeats.com and um, go and buy some meat. Uh, great, great company. And, and I, I guess the the point I was going to make make here uh, on the Paul deal is that these these Kansas City weekends, these man, they really are special. They really do mean something. Hanging out and shaking hands in the Marriott 
Um, meeting yeah. somebody new. Yep. While Bloom's over there howling at the moon. <laughs> like you, you, our you, guy Jordan, we met. Well, we we met Jordan before, but we had a good night with Jordan on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On absolutely. Yep. You. But you look back and. Um, like I, I think of my dad and, and his relationship with his buddy, Paul, like yeah. we were, you know, a, a couple of them come to mind. I mean, I've, I've sat with Paul at probably 10 women's basketball games over the years, but just lifelong friend because of these cyclone trips and stuff like that. And it really is a, I'm sure other fan bases have right great communities and stuff, but ours is freaking awesome, man. Like it, it's really it's really special. Yep. No, it's in it, weeks like Kansas City, and if you've never been, like, go. I yeah, mean, make that your family's make, vacation. Yeah, you Actually, I would suggest not taking maybe kids. Maybe not take kids that can't go to Power and Light, but yeah, you know, maybe or maybe bring a sitter with and have them go. Well, to the, the pool. kids are fine, but there's just not a lot of t- places not to a lot take of for them. kids. Yeah, even the the restaurant scene is not great for kids. Like, I mean, and my wife, God bless her, took my girls to the pep rally at Power and Light my on saw Friday. Them there. Oh, you did? Yeah. And they were troopers. They, yeah, they did great. My kids are kind of used to it. They've been they doing that their whole lives, but it it's the, a special community. And and I I think of my dad and his buddy Paul and God rest his soul. Like it, it's a it's a neat thing and, and so it's really cool. Weeks like this. This is why you go through some of the tough times of being a fan. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, it's like it's there's more bad times than good as a fan of Iowa State Athletics. Like, why Correct. would you continue to do this, honest, logically? But it's the people you meet first, and then occasionally, like, the women make this run. That's extra special. It's extra special not because you won. It's extra special because of the people you could share it with and the people you can support. Yeah. And so the fact that... Everybody loves Bill Fenley. Everybody loves Ashley Jones. The fact that they have that extra validation now, not that they needed it, but it just you're 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 not happy because Iowa State won. You're happy because of who won, if that can make sense. It did. So just yeah. you could share it with even social media was like great today. Like I loved it. Like I love when Cyclone fans can celebrate together, and that's why we do what we do. It's also really neat to see the momentum of people supporting the women's team compared to when we started doing this. I when we started, we would try and talk about the women. Like we were encouraging, and it it was kind of like talking to the wall. Sometimes, sure, you didn't get a lot Others. of feedback. Like if you're watching Twitter during these women's games, it's just like a it's, guys' it's game. It's great, you know. It's, it's overdue, and but so glad for them that they could yeah have this have this one. But it was. Uh, on that same point, so great to see everybody. Yeah, there's so many people, Chris, that that stopped me. You know, what, and I'm at, if, if I had a couple beverages, I apologize. No but way, just not blown. Just to say, just to say, thank you for the podcast. So many people say, like, "Hey, we just, I just love the podcast," and that means a lot. Like it's, it's, we don't do it um, for ourselves by any means, but the fact that we can share in with with all of that was was really fun. Found out. Um couple of Cyclones are big listeners to Williams and Bloom. <laughs> like, for real? Players? Yeah. <laughs> That's, they could do something better than that. Danae Fritz and Maggie Espinmiller-McGraw. Hey. Big fans of the podcast. Well, hey, you are. If, ladies, if you're listening, yeah. shout out to shout you. Shout out. Champions. Safe travels. Knoxville. Champions. Be good. You are the charter member of the uh, Danae Fritz fan club. I'm the, I'm the president. You're the president I'm the, and CEO. I've been saying it all yeah. year. 
<laughs> she's incredible. So on that her topic, game against uh, the the semi game was incredible. Oh, she's so good. Oh. Uh, I had to laugh. And Danae, I don't know if you remember when you said this, but there was a very average foul call, say in the first half, and she mouthed right. In, and I'm I'm a lip reader extraordinaire. She goes, "That's F and B." I love her. I love, love it. So I on did. that topic, I just want to say this real quick. Uh, for the next until Monday afternoon at three o'clock, all donations to the We Will Collective until Monday at three o'clock are going directly to support uh, student athletes of women's basketball. Ooh, that's awesome! Every single like I can get behind that. Yeah, so any donation made from here that's until awesome. Monday at three p.m. Directly to our women's basketball. Fund. That's phenomenal. Well done. And we're, I'm working on maybe even a matching gift from somebody to, to double Big the time. So I love that. There's what twenty thousand people that listen to this podcast. Yeah. If just think about it. if everybody They're, listening gave five dollars. I don't need a lot. Yeah. Right? We don't need a lot. But the, the amount of impact that could have, and it's just that's it's not that's even a cool financial thing. It's a it's a hey, she'll support for the great accomplishment of these uh, young women. There you go. I uh, wewillcollective.com. There you go. That's cool. Good idea. Yeah, there. thank you. I, I like mine. that a lot. I'll, I'll take it. Well, I like that a lot. They were they were rock stars over the weekend. And and, and shout out to Ray at Farm Story yes. Meets. I, I'm going to give you your plug, my friend. I just thought that was really nice and classy that he offered to do that. And Paul's a great guy. We're really going to miss him. He, he came up to me <laughs> for... 10 years before every Iowa State basketball game and came up to my media seat and talked to me and analyzed what we were about to see. And we're really going to miss the guy a lot. Um, but he's he's as good as they come, though. He was a diehard. He, he was Kemper Arena guy, one of your one of your types. I You know, just it, it makes – hopefully he's a, a, up in the, the big seat upstairs and he, he enjoyed that cycle women's championship and will enjoy this March. Well, I know his wife told my dad that he – uh, he's gonna have better seats at the games this weekend than you will. Awesome! awesome. <laughs> so he I was love it. he was probably right there. Yeah. All right. Segment two here on Williams and Bloom. Always, each and every week, presented by our friends at Wiffles Hybrid. Z. <sighs> it's all right. You had a long week in Kansas City. Two word, but that Scott Drew. I literally too. was like thinking I too hard. You, there. You, I, could I see, psyched myself I could out see of it. The, the wheels hybrids because there's multiple. Right, hybrids. It's not a Adam. It's not a. It's not a. You know, an electric vehicle. Adam's trying to get me to do the Scott Drew tattoo. <laughs> I love the text he sent us. Thank you, Adam. So I got multiple text from Adam at Wiffles Hybrids. Thank you. Multiple texts this week about getting the Scott Drew tattoo on my ass. Hey, if that's what it takes to keep beating Baylor, I'm for it. He sent it to me. Um, it was after last week's show. Apparently, we talked about that. And then um, after Iowa State the, kicked the Scott Drew's ass. <laughs> that's why they're the best. What do you make of Baylor right now? Can they kick out of this, or is I, it, I just is Iowa State is Iowa State their kryptonite, or is there a problem? I just don't think their bigs are any good. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I would I I I kind of think Creighton will beat them. But. I I would Creighton will be favored. Yeah, or at least a pick them. So that's an it's it's interesting. It's again matchups and everything else. And if I'm Baylor, I don't want to see Creighton there because it's the same team with just as much skill. I mean, Creighton doesn't really guard either. Most of the time. So maybe, I don't know. I, I would not, do not pick Baylor for the final four. Do not. I'm telling you. 
Stop it. Appreciate our friends at Wiffles yeah, Hybrids. The and they're they're just fantastic. The best. Bringing us segment two. Okay, let's now jump to the men's team where I, I, I'm i going to be honest. I don't have a ton of analysis right here. Um, I The Kansas game, to me, Bloom just kind of it was blah. I don't think they played that well, and they no, still had a chance to win, and Kansas played awesome. So, like, I felt pretty good despite a double-digit loss. Yeah, I don't think this final score was – so what, what Kansas didn't give them credit um, – they were awesome. Dewan Harris took Gabe out of the game after the first five minutes. Yeah, like they did a really, and I would not yeah. have guessed that matchup would happen. And he did; he was great. And Gabe, I think, you know, who was so good against Baylor, and they did a good job of not even letting him catch the ball. It's nothing on Gabe, mm-hmm. and just Kansas was just better. No and doubt. I, I mean, that's so really at all. They the, looked like the best team in the country. And then for the Iowa State, though, you're down, I think, 10 at one point late in the first half. To go back and take the lead at one point in the second half showed that fight that we all admire for this Iowa State men's team. But ultimately, uh, Wilson was too good. Dick made a big shot. And uh, their big guy, the backup big guy, came in and played really well, uh, Uday. So, and then uh, yeah, we, we knew it all I didn't all even long. know who he was right. when he, he just, came in the game. He did not play much at all against Iowa State the first two games. And honestly, for Iowa State to win a game like that against Kansas and into the tournament, Oshun just has to be more of a presence. And, you know, he kind of got in some foul difficulty, and he just wasn't as impactful as I think Iowa State needed him to be. And I still maintain, I thought Rob Jones was good in Kansas City. But for Iowa State Big to, Rob energy. For Iowa State to reach that, uh, that big-time status, they need, they need Shun to, to be healthy and be good. Okay, so the the draw is weird, and and we've already done our little initial reaction here. Yeah, so I misspoke a little bit. So, okay, uh, clarify. Pitt, Pitt and Mississippi State are going to play on Tuesday, so they do get built in an extra day of rest. They're moved. Um, they move that game. Usually, it's Wednesday night for the teams that play on Friday. They mm-hmm, move that mm-hmm, one to mm-hmm. Tuesday as well. So, anyway, real quick. Okay, so you've seen the draw. Uh, Iowa State to win the national championship. What do you think the odds are? Um, I'll just give it uh, to yeah, you. I don't Plus 7,000. So 70 to 1? 70 to 1. Okay. To win the Midwest. 50 to 1? 100 to 1. That but that's the fourth sense. best odds. It doesn't it's make any Houston sense. Houston 160. Or not one, 1,000 to 1, I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. It's, that um, makes more sense. Yeah, I, my apologies. Uh, Houston, Texas, Xavier, and then the Clones. So they nice. they have better odds than um Which, Miami and Indiana. I uh I like I like the potential matchup with Xavier if you can if again you gotta win a game. To to reach the Elite Eight, what do you think? Five to one. Really close. Four seventy five. Well. Good. Yeah, I mean you'd have to beat a good power five team in either Pitt or Mississippi State. Then you're going to have to probably beat Xavier. Xavier, I saw, was a 12-point favorite, so I'm most likely they will take care of Kennesaw. And then you're staring at Texas or Texas A&M. I think that seat up. If A&M played Texas oh right my now, God, it'd be amazing. That might be a a two-point spread is all. So I would don't. I mean, I ain't, everyone's going to project that. Oh, we could play Texas, and I did the same thing on Twitter. Could play Texas in the Sweet 16 in Kansas City. Uh, A&M's going to have an argument in that game. Y'all remember the name Blake Henson, former Cyclone, who had who never year. played. Yeah, he's had a great year though, at least offensively. Yeah, really good offensively. Thirty-eight percent three-point shooter, 
15.6 points, six rebounds per game for the Pitt Panthers. So that's a name to keep an eye on. I So basically, I mean, it, for people who didn't listen to the reaction pod, you did a really good job of laying it out, and I'll let you do it a little more in detail here. And we can discuss who in the hell we want Iowa State I, to play. I don't know. Mississippi State is the heavyweight boxer that's slow, and they're big, and they're physical, and they're nasty, but they can't make a shot. They are dead last in the NCAA in three-point percentage. And then Pitt is like a light version of Alabama, basically from what I've been able to put together. I mean, just... Yeah, and not nearly as long. Okay, well, my point is physical. The, the tempo, the yeah, offense, they, shoot. They, don't, they don't play defense. They don't guard much. Right. And they and when they when it goes south for them, honestly, it's a lot like, I'd say, the mid-level Hoiberg teams at Iowa State. You know, those teams that, that when they're making shots, they beat anybody. But when it when it got away, it really gets away. It... <laughs> I would rather probably just. I think I'd rather it. play Pitt. I think I would too. Because I mean, look at like what Oklahoma State did to Iowa State. Right. Like that's, that's a terrible Miss- matchup. And and Mississippi State is basically Oklahoma State. That's what that's I mean. Perfect, like, perfect. I mean, Iowa State it can't beat that team. And man. and that and they're so Jans is Jans the head coach from Mississippi State. I think he's one of the better defensive X and O guys in the country. They play so hard. Again, not they have nobody can make a jump shot though. So you're looking at fifty to forty five yeah, type of game. God, that game would be a slot. It would just be it would just be hard. It'd be like going to the dentist. Like it would not be enjoyable for anybody. I think Pittsburgh has a chance. Pittsburgh could make enough shots to win by double digits against Iowa State, but I also think it's just as likely as Iowa State wins by ten plus against those guys because they they'll turn it over some and Iowa State can match up better with them. I would rather play Pitt. I'm on the record. Yeah, I think I would too. I just I've I've seen that type of game with the Mississippi State where it's just, it's hard. Now, I say that, there's a lot of similarities personnel-wise of Mississippi State and LSU from a year ago. You know, with the length and athleticism and the nod and shot making. And Iowa State was okay because it turned LSU over. But they were so um, undisciplined and just. So let me look at this. I so Pitt, They didn't have their coach. Yeah, I mean, I was, there was a lot of. Yeah, I mean. There was a lot going on with that game. The whole press conference the day before. Shit, Brent, all it was was about, like, your coach and cheating. Like, nobody was even talking to him about so, the game. So Pitt actually takes care of the ball okay. Yeah, no, I agree. That was, that was <laughs> actually right, come on. A, that was a great matchup. Yeah, phenomenal. Um, Pitt does a Will decent. Wade's in the back sipping on Cody Road. <laughs> See, he got another job. Yeah, McNeese State. What are we doing as a And society? Patino might go to Texas Tech? Yeah. Or he's going to take a, a Big East job. Hey, can I plug the premium subscriptions yeah, plug away. because with the upcoming realignment and transfer season, there's never been a better time. It's going to get hot and heavy. I, I had some good stuff. Did you read my insider piece from the I realignment? Did. That was, that, I got some good stuff this some, week. You got some, some intel. Oh. I, I was, I was, I, I, I rung up a lot of drinks on the credit card to get people <laughs> to talk to me. So Mississippi state turns it over more than, than Pitt does. Uh, actually, substantially more, but they also turn you over more. So I don't know. I think I'd rather see Pitt. All right. Um, real quick, shout out to our friends at Plaza RV. That's where I bought my camper. Taking it to Greensboro? I'm not taking it to Greensboro, but I probably will take it to dirt tracks all spring just and like, summer. Just like long. Greensboro. I always wanted a camper. It was always a dream of mine to have a camper. But it was always one of those things where I was kind of like, 
a little bit intimidated to do it because there's a lot of stuff to learn. But you know what? That's why you go to a place like Plaza RV. Will they teach you the sewage they, stuff? Oh, yeah. Like, that would be my biggest problem. Oh, really, it's actually it's really do? easy. It's just like it's gravity. It's all pipes. Just goes right there. Honestly, it's not just hard. Hook it up somewhere. I was super. I, just, I, I was have terrified like a, about that too. It's not a big deal. I have a like a Christmas vacation fear of like just the shitter is full, right? And going everywhere, and then I'm in the middle of it, in the middle of my main God man knows Scott where. Edwards will not put you in a bad okay. spot. And I'll tell you this: that if you guys contact me, I'll meet you at Plaza RV and I'll help you buy. Buy your first camper. I'm, I'm telling you, it, that they're good. they're fantastic. Uh, check them out at the Plaza RV. Great Facebook page as well. They're always updating it, doing cool stuff. Uh, our friends at Gravitate Coworking. Check them out at gravitatecoworking.com. This is a good idea with spring and summer coming up. Walk around, go down to the East Village, the downtown one. I don't know what it is about, and I had this badass. Bitching office here. Yeah. I have a sweet office at the standard, but sometimes you just need a different change of scenery. Yeah. We should both do that. We're both kind of basically. I'm just like, hopping this week. You might have some of those uh, oh, out of town yeah. pop it in. We should tell some of our sports writer friends to got, go to Gravitate Co work. There. So, got uh, Illinois, Arkansas, both will draw well in Des Moines, Kansas, of course. Yeah. I mean, and, uh, Kansas Ty- fans already all have their tickets. And uh, Texas is back in Des Moines. Good for them. Can Tyrese Hunter, we cannot just, get rid of him. Keeps, he just, he just keeps, showing keeps up. popping up. Like, oh, I'm is. coming to Des Moines. Yeah. Oh, meet you in the Sweet 16. Yeah, see, see you there, It's like Tyrese. unbelievable. All right. Um, so you're you're good on this team, though? Because I, I yeah, do. I, I feel pretty good about I, where they're at. I actually, mentally, I think they're rock solid. And you've convinced me that this is a good draw. I think it's I think The it's Xavier as as, piece, I love. I think they beat Xavier. Xavier's a basically a rich, rich person's version of Pitt. Like really good on offense, not great on defense. Um, and then of course, uh, Sean Miller's their head coach now and was at Arizona and then had. The- we saw him out at. They were out in Portland. I think a different the other tournament. On the other, but they pod. were out there. Yeah, and we and then saw them last year, and that guy got fired. Right. But Iowa State punked them out in Brooklyn. Yeah, and, and that was kind of like the big. The, oh, Otzelberger eras. This team might be good. Remember that? Yes, and that was that was the coming out party for that team and Brockington. And this is a Xavier team when it's making shots. It's really really good. I mean, they beat Creighton by twenty in the Big East tournament. We all know how good Creighton is. Mm-hmm. But then got beat by fifteen by Marquette, who is playing great basketball. I just you know if you look at Ken Palm, where is Xavier? I mean, they're they're highly thought of offensively, but I I would. Again, if I have to choose, I want to play an elite offensive team, not an elite defensive team. Yeah, uh, Xavier's ninth in adjusted offense, 70th in defense. So I think that's a profile I would prefer. Me too. Rather than the Texases of the world who are give, good at both. Give me Pitt and Xavier, and I'm going to show you a sweet 16. I, I Mississippi State kind of scares me. but Yeah, I just and plus it's just like, it's getting... I bet. You remember the last time Iowa State played Mississippi State? Do you remember this in basketball? Does, oh, do people remember Yeah, I do. I, I actually do. It's one of the worst games I've ever seen in my life. That that was the game that started and ended it all, if you know what I'm talking about. Yep. Had like, you had like five guys available because of COVID. 
that that story may or may was, not be in the book. And it was like fifty to eight at halftime. I don't know if I maybe can that's put an exaggeration. You want to do Big Twelve NCAA tournament? Why, lines? Like, I don't. I just have a bad feeling about Mississippi State for that. Yeah, I, I don't want to play it's like them. The same reason I don't want to play Hampton ever again in my life. Pitt, Mississippi State, Bloom. What's the point spread? Oh, you already know this. I do right? know this. It's two Mississippi or uh, yeah, Mississippi State's favored by two. West Virginia, Maryland. I'm so glad we can bring this back. Uh, West Virginia, Maryland. <sighs> West Virginia, two and a half is favored. Exactly two and a half. Are you looking at my screen? No, I'm really good at these things. That's no big deal. Howard, Kansas. Oh, man. In Des Moines. Kansas, 24. 22 and a half. That's a win. Eh, Just for shits and giggles, you've probably seen this one. Auburn, Iowa. I haven't. Ooh. It would be very... uh, Apropos, if Iowa's tournament ended in Birmingham, Alabama. To Bruce Pearl. Uh, to Bruce Pearl, of all people, yeah. Um, Auburn by one. Exactly right. Come on, you're... I'm not! I'm just... I'm... Colgate, Texas. Wow. People in Des Moines getting a treat here. Who's the most famous Colgate alum? You're not going to get this. Uh, Donald Foyle. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> I did not have to get that. Dude, I was that that <laughs> you know incredible. I got that right in the sports card era oh of my, my life. Gosh. Collecting rookie cards. That is the best that is I did not envision this. You were being get, a smart ass to be a there. Smart ass and you outsmart. Donald Foyle. Uh, very nice man by the way, Donald Foyle. Is he an old magic? Yeah, he was a magic guy. Can I tell you a story? <laughs> That's a riot that I actually yeah, pulled that out of my funny. ass. Because I and I, I Donald's great. Um, so I was there with the Magic. He got traded. Is this the NBA Finals that you yeah. referenced on Twitter the other night? Yes, yes, yes. So I've been to an NBA Finals, David. Um, no, so Donald Foy was on the Magic, got traded to the Grizzlies that year. The next day, the Grizzlies played in Orlando. And so we had kind of like a sound-off type TV show that I helped with. And so we thought it would be a funny gag. They sent me into the locker room for oh, the Grizzlies the and asked his teammates how great of a teammate a Donald Foyle is. And most of the guys like Darius Miles and yeah. Marcus were like, never met him yet. <laughs> <laughs> so they just set me up to, anyway. It, it, so it was like and a Donald, bit? Yeah, it was a bit, but Donald was great. He's like, yeah, I love my teammates. I thought anyway. it was going to be like you standing next to a half-naked Donald Foyle. No, in thankfully the, he was. And he's uh, like twice the size of you. <laughs> Donald was a very nice man. Um, the pride of Colgate. That's an 18-point spread, though. Incorrect. 14. Ooh. That's a miss. No respect for the Future Big Colgate. 12 Houston Cougars, Northern Kentucky, who beat – that was a fun game on Tuesday yeah, watching Daniel Robinson and Tristan, Tristan and Aruna. Yeah. Uh, Houston favored by 23. 19 and a half. Yeah. Yeah. UC Santa Barbara Baylor. Ooh. Gauchos? That bar- yeah, I think Gauchos. Oh, man. Baylor's favored by nine. Eleven. Okay. It's right. a win. I'll give you that. Yeah. Former Iowa State head coach Greg McDermott, NC State. This is a tough one. I'm, I, 
Dude, you know how hard it is for me if Drew and Mac both win? I got to pick one of those two. Is that who it would be? Yeah. That'd be a really interesting game, actually. I don't want to see that. Love those guys. Creighton's favored by seven. Five. Future Big 12 head coach Rick Pitino and Iona against UConn. UConn's a popular Final Four pick. Very trendy right now. In person, they were sick, but that was in November. I'll say UConn by eight. Nine. Drake, Miami. I saw this one. It's three. It's now two and a half. Oof. So the money's coming in on the dogs. I like Miami in that game. Yeah, I mean, I know Drake's really old, but... Future Big 12 member Gonzaga against Grand Canyon. And Scott Drew. Or uh, Bryce Drew. Bryce Drew. Zags by 20. 16. This is fun. This will be a fun week. Montana State, Kansas State. K-State overseeded big time, but that's okay. That's all right. Don't let Kurtz find out. Yeah, Kurtz get to him? Maybe it's because Tang doesn't swear. And it was taken into an account. Tang. Who do they play? Montana State. The Bobcats. Uh, K-State, 10. K-State by 8.5. Hold on, i got to find the next day. That's just on Thursday. Uh, that was that certainly wasn't all the games. When are you going down there? Uh, I'm going Wednesday. Okay. Yeah, give me a second. Give everybody a chance to listen to the reactity sacks here. Apparently, Seth Greenberg. He's got a text from our friend Dave. Says that Pitt's baseline drive game would eat Iowa State alive. Oh. Okay. We already did Kansas, right? Thank you for that input, Seth. All right, future Big 12 member Arizona against Princeton. Princeton back at it. Um, 14. 13 and a half. Are you, are, there, are, you, are you reporting Gonzaga, Arizona, are, are joining the Big 12? Nope. Is that a report? That is not a report. I think we're good. I actually yeah. think we're right. I, I think I undersold it. I was looking for more Big 12 teams, and no, there's just a seven. Just a seven. And I, I, I would guess. I don't like that matchup for Drake. I I know that I just. I, I, I totally agree. Because Miami's just as good on offense as they are. That's the problem. Drake needed somebody that they could do something different to, and Miami sees just teams like that all the time. I I hate it for Drake, and I, I, I'm not being a hater. No, I, I just, Miami's got couple more guys than they do, too. Uh, I would envision, C-dubs, that Iowa State, whether it's Mississippi State or Pitt, will be a three- to four-point favorite. So what the hell is Seth Greenberg now? The baseline drive, apparently, is what he's he's claiming. I, I mean, considering Iowa State has, like, literally the best two-point defense in the country. That's a big statement, Has isn't nobody it? else tried to baseline drive Iowa State before? <laughs> I mean, I think that would be in the playbook. And you know what's going to happen here. Because we're going to will it into existence. Is anybody listening on the Iowa State staff that Seth Greenberg says Pitt's baseline drive game would eat Iowa State alive? If Iowa State plays Pitt and beats the shit out of him, <laughs> half of our fan base is going to be tweeting sorry, at Seth sorry, Greenberg. Seth, what about the baseline drive, drive, you idiot? I can't wait to. And I know those guys have to fill time. It's so dumb, though. Like, 
I don't need Seth Davis to give me his picks right after the bracket's revealed. Am I getting too old for the bracket selection show? Well, he's got the bracket ahead of time, I right? I know, but I don't care what he if he thinks that this is an upset special. I, I am a little bit, like, I'd like to see some new blood. I love how, like, game day brought, like, McAfee into the mix and, like, trying some new things. The selection show, now, we don't need Barkley in those yeah, guys. Yeah, no, like, that, we, was, that was a that We was crashed a and burned, but, yeah. like, yeah. I'm with you. I feel like Seth Davis is a little bit... Well, I did, why do I care what he thinks? Anyway... I guess the, I watched, the ESPN so. one's considerably better. It is, but even then, it's like you can only fill so much time, and ninety percent of them will eventually be wrong. I actually think it's better. I didn't like it at first. I think it's better now that the women are after it. Agreed. Because they don't go for like four yes. hours. Because they got they're not just the top. We're like, okay, right? Because ultimately, it doesn't really matter. Correct. And I, I, I was wrong there. I thought that keeping the women on Mondays was great. No, I thought it was good. I thought it was a good program. Good, that, good that's program. a good move now. Yeah. Now that I've seen it kind of play out. Uh, so on the gambling front, I think I would say it'll be like a three to a five point favorite over either Pitt or Mississippi State. And if it's Iowa State, Xavier, just based on metrics, Xavier will be a point and a half favorite. I like my chances there. Right. I mean, so you're basically saying favored in the round of 64, toss up in the round of 32. Basically, you pick them. So, you can't ask. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can't ask for much better than that. Not as a six seed. Not as a six seed. And the, again, I think Xavier, Xavier's Ken Palm is 16. Like, they should probably be a four, honestly. So, it's basically you are in a four or five game. It's just, you know, a little bit different. And invalid points by a lot of people on Twitter to, responding to my original tweet that, yeah, I mean, you're playing bubble teams as opposed to really good mid major teams. teams. Yeah, I get it. Fine. Yeah, I get it. I don't. I don't want. I just don't want those junkyard dogs from Mississippi State. I just I, I, that game. I don't like that game. I don't like that game, Brent. That, yeah, that's fifty. It's fifty to forty-seven I, written all over it. And that's the thing. It's like I trust Iowa State's defense more than I do its offense. Fair. Fair. Yeah. Give me. Give me. Give me Iowa State against that baseline derive of Pitt. Pitt's a little Baylor-ish too. Yeah. And they're not huge. They got decent size, but they're not big. Like, and I would, I would love the chance for Iowa State to scheme against uh, Blake Hinson. And again, great offensive team. But Talking I, shit about Blake. No, I just, I, it just, I think <laughs> Iowa kidding. State. I'm kidding. I think Iowa State matches up, like you said, it's a Baylor versus Oklahoma State situation. Yeah, well and I don't, I don't want to play Oklahoma yeah. State. No, thank you. And they don't get the chance. It is an interesting dynamic. We've never experienced this where you don't know your opponent and you're sitting it's here. It's new. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. So, Big feature I've been working on on Trey King coming out this week. A lot like the CEO one. I hope people oh, like it. Big fan of Trey. Great kid. Awesome guy. Great family. How about the CEO getting a rebound? Love it. Love it. All right. Let's have a good week, everybody. We're going to have a busy week, guys. Please write or like subscribe review all that stuff telling you it's the next like two months if you're ever going to get a premium subscription this is the time to do it later english taking you out